Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hi guys, it's Ash and Tracy here. However, I'm here by a technical fault because there were technical faults and I had to stand in as the IT lady to extinguish all the errors. Uh, our, but... our saving grace. <laughs> I love the fact that you need me. That's all I need to say. <laughs> uh, uh, Jordan's, uh, Jordan Nash today sat down with former Chelsea defender John Stitton and I have to tell you, as a uh, spectator to the whole thing, I am so pleased I got to listen to this. It's amazing. It was, it was just good fun. It was really interesting. And Sitz is, he's an absolute legend, isn't he? Um, so, you know, just a bit of background. John Sitton played for Arsenal's youth, came to Chelsea and signed his first pro terms in the 70s. Um, he made 13 or 14 appearances before going on to play for Millwall, Gillingham, Leighton Orient and finally Slough Town. He also went on to manage Leighton Orient. Um, and we sat down over Zoom, of course, hashtag lockdown with Sitz to discuss his relationship with football over the course of his life, his time at Chelsea and his view of today's Chelsea team. Um, and it really was fucking enjoyable. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I was, was so watching good. the West Ham Leeds game and I, I actually muted it, sat on the floor with my beer, happily listening. Yeah. Honestly, you guys are going to love this. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Here it is. All right, hi, John. Uh, thanks for coming on, mate. You all right? No worries, Ash. Yeah, how are you? I'm not too all bad, good. thank you. Not too bad. Yeah, good. You've had some uh, health issues lately, I believe. How are you getting yeah, on no. now? Yeah, touch wood. No, uh, so far, so good. Nothing, um, you know, nothing really major. Uh, good. It's just like one of them, you get to my age, you need a few MOTs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about your age, mate. No. Um, so, first, first things first, do we call you John or Sitz? Whatever you want, mate. Look, whatever well, you want. Sits. We'll call it sits. Anything, anything else, make sure I don't hear it. <laughs> yeah, sits is good. That was my nickname. That was my nickname at the club. As well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, in, in, in your time in football, did you have any other nicknames other than sits? Yeah, but uh, we can't mention them on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can tell us what they begin with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one was uh, one was DN and one was BD. All right. <laughs> one was yeah, yeah. So I, I, I we'll get people. We'll get yeah, people. Let them, the let them work it out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just thought I'd um, start by sharing some comments about you that we found on YouTube. So you've done quite a few videos and interviews and stuff, and uh, I thought I'd have a little look through the comments. So, here's a few of them, just a select few. He should still be coaching. A very sincere football man, unbelievable knowledge of the game. What a top bloke, says it how it is. Shame there aren't more like him. Should be England manager and sits, has massive hands. So, people clearly enjoy your candidates when it comes to football, mate. But yeah. have you actually got big hands? Can I see them? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think they're, they're, they're <laughs> Bloody size side. of it. Look at that. Yeah, yeah they're big it looks more than what it is. Let me pull it back to the thing there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair size. size. It's a fair size because 
Oh, you've gone a bit quiet there. Yeah, can you hear me now? That's yeah, it, that's I can hear better. you now. Yeah, what were you saying, sorry, mate? Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, the, um, it was, uh, they came in handy when I was a kid. Pardon the okay. pun. I mean, uh, I, had a, I had a choice of careers. So I chose football because uh, I thought, like, you know, I might, I might be able to earn a living out of it. Uh, what, with gloves it, on? It was, barely, it was barely a living. Well, like, what it is it was to do, it was to do with me, um, my brother's godfather. He, um, he was into all that. No one knew what it was back then. I mean, I'm 61 now. I turned 61 in October. That's I'm right. going back to when I was 11, 12, 13, 14. You know what I mean? And uh, so, it was like what they call um, MMA now. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. so the, big, the big mix come in handy at the time. Yeah, 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 I bet. I bet. Nice. Yeah, but I chose um, football anyway. I was going to say that is that is the time you, you sort of started playing, you know, for a, decent, for, for a real club, wasn't it? Um, joking aside, like other than the big hands, we know that these days you can be found driving your taxi around London, but people, like I say, lovely things mm. to say about you in terms of your football knowledge and the way you speak about the game. Is there any reason yeah, you're, still lovely in, you're, you're not involved? Uh, yeah, they no, are, they're lovely, yeah. Yeah, sorry to cut across, mate. I'll just... No, that's Because right. I think, like... Uh, what it is, Ash, it's like when, when you hear something like that, it's like whatever's gone on in the past. I mean, it, it's, um, it, you know, it makes it like sort of worthwhile in terms of how, how I've tried to conduct myself. You know what I mean? So they're Definitely. really lovely sentiments. And whoever said them, thank you for the kind words. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty Definitely. more on there as well. That's just a small few. But um, given that people think you've got a fantastic head on your shoulders when it comes to football, is there any mm. reason you're not still involved in football these days? Yeah, well, obviously, it's because of the because of the prejudiced uh, editing and the prejudiced views and opinions of the uh, of the of the um, Channel Four documentary, which is like basically twenty five years old this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I, spent, I, I did spend eighteen months trying to get back in. Yeah, um, but I had to be like very practical about it um, because there is like bills to pay, and I had no money course, to speak yeah. from it from me playing days. And uh, yeah. it just went from like sort of chasing the dream to being a pragmatist, you know? And, yeah, I mean, 18 uh, yeah. months though, we saw, uh, Anton Ferdinand disappeared out of football for longer than 18 months and now he's, he's making a bit of noise and he's getting, you know, paid work again. Is it something you'd go back to if the right offer came along? Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, of course yeah. I would, yeah. Because I think, I'll, I'll be honest with you, obviously I'm biased, but I yeah. think it's, um, you know, I think it's, it's well documented. I've got me faults. Um, it, I prefer people just to take me as I am. I don't think there's anything sinister there. No. Um, you know, and, and I think that the good far outweighs any any perceived bad. Um, yeah. But too many people have said it for it not to be the case. You know what I mean? With regards to, um, you know, me and a, have, having a, a decent football brain and, and being a decent coach. But it just yeah. wasn't to be. I'd say the mistake I made, Ash, I should have gone abroad. I should have well, gone abroad. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd like to have gone to a young economy, you know, relative to the UK. Um, and like new to football, somewhere like the USA or Australia, where uh, dare I say it, they they approach their sport the way I used to, um, yeah. basically as if their life depends on it, and they they train the way I used to train, because the yeah. problems I had, I think, uh, can be said of a few people. You know, was like the after my early indiscretions at Chelsea, I think like you, you, I expected everybody to train and, and approach the game the way I did. Same way, when it's yeah. not the case, you know, the hard part then is managing your frustration. Of course, yeah. I suppose, yeah, it would have been good to move aboard, but like they say, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. we've probably got to change that saying because 2020 has been a 
shitter of a year. <laughs> so we probably probably should probably should change that. But um, I know Jordan's itching to to get involved and ask some questions as well. But before <laughs> before he, he does, um, just because you mentioned it, the sold for a fiver documentary 25 years yeah. ago. Now you are probably best known for that halftime speech slash rant at Orient. But yeah. we had a we had a chat about this before, mate, and everything we've seen. You seem to be asked about it all the time, and it's the one thing people go to. So we're we're going to stand back from that. We're we're not going to not going to talk to you about that. We want to know some more about your time at Chelsea, um, and and the stuff you've been through in your view of the game today. So one thing I did hear in one of those recent interviews was that you've you've got some co- sort of controversial topics. Maybe that will be covered in your second book. Is yeah. that right? You're you're currently writing a second book. That's right, yeah. I'm in the middle of it. Okay. Yeah. The first one You're in the mi- went well. middle of it. That's in the hands yep. of um it's it's in the hands of Amazon now, which is a bit it's a bit hypocritical because obviously I'm having like wars with uh TFL over Uber <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, of course. But then they are a massive, you know, if you're yeah, if you're US trying to ship books, they are um, yeah, I'll I'll sort of I'll, I'll leave it there. But it's in the hands <laughs> of, of of Amazon now and I've, I've, is um is also on my website I sell them from. Um do you want to tell um, people where they can yeah, see uh, the just like very simple www.therealsits.co.uk and if they wanted um if they wanted a signed a signed copy they get them from there um Lovely. yeah you know i'll do i'll do little dedications in that yeah, that's gone well but now in answer to your question i'm on the, the, the second book yeah and there's a few controversial topics and one of which is um the the allegations the child sex allegations at chelsea it made me look yeah. a bit of a mug um and uh, all my all my age group, they basically put all the press onto me. Everything from oh, Sky really? TV, yeah, BBC, ITV, oh, wow. Sky, every newspaper you can think of, every tabloid you can think of, every broadsheet you can think of. And I was just trying to bat it away because uh, before you even come to the questions, uh, to be perfectly honest, um, from a personal point of view, I drew a line in the sand. So, no, you know, there, there weren't mm. too many people growing up who basically took liberties with me, you know what I mean, in, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and then uh, as a consequence of that, like my memories, like the thing at Chelsea, my experience six years at Chelsea is, is you know, in a nutshell, it's, it's become a bit of sweet memory, you know. Mm. Um, that's the only way. But I'll be, I'll be addressing it. I don't want to give too much away. I'll be addressing no, it. No, 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 no. That's, that's yeah. all I really wanted to touch on, just to find out what we can sort of expect from the book. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, think I mean, I, I said like, because we had great, it was great camaraderie and uh, not to put too fine a point on it, um, the, the guy who was, who was mentioned and the, the accusations were levelled at Eddie Eve, he, he was a good mentor um, mm. of mine and, and, and was, a, uh, was a good friend. Uh, as mm. I grew into a, into a young man, you know what I mean? But And then the flip side of it is, like the, the, the 1970s, I didn't realise until a recent documentary, um, 1976, when we were all inducted as apprentices, it was the full intake of apprentices that year because our group was so good coming through from schoolboys at 14. Um, yeah. So you do two seasons as a schoolboy, and then it was just like a full intake. Well, what happens then, out of the group of 16, very quickly I'll explain it to you, you got split into four fours and then obviously two twos uh, to do the duties, you know. So like, yeah. like this in the morning, lay the kit out, pick the dirty kit up and boots after training. Yeah. Uh, back to the main ground, cleaning them, putting all, laying all the laundry out, 
and then cleaning uh, things like the home team, home and away dressing room, showers, baths, toilets, the lot. Anyway, my partner was Gary Johnson, um, who, you right. know, it's well documented now with regards to the yeah. story and the conversation he got from Roman's regime. Um, he, never, he never said a word. He was my partner for two years. Um, and he didn't tell in, you in, anything. In all the juries, he never said a word, never told me a thing, never, you know, so whether, whether it was down to, you know, uh, some sort of embarrassment or not, I don't know. But, um, you know, you, you learn with hindsight, he, he could have confided in me, but I've got to say, it, there was no mention of it. And uh, people had an inkling, but I'll, I'll, what I'll do is, uh, to be true, true with Ash, I'm going to go into in, quite in depth with it. Uh, in, in, in the, the, in the book, book. Yeah. to the extent where, yeah, I actually, I actually got a call off of Chelsea um, when it came out, and 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 the sort of uh, what would it have been up to eighteen months afterwards, a year afterwards, um, where the the, um, the the chairman employed a, Q, a QC and a Q. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know what comes above what, but um, no, I think it's a barrister um, or the other way around. Anyway, I got approached by. Their underling, which is so it goes Queen's Council, then Barrister. I got approached by the by the barrister called uh, Jan Pickles. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go yeah. into it in detail anyway. But it's uh, providing yeah, I'm sure. a bit of sweet memories, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And that's the thing, like it's you know such a serious sort of issue. It is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you say, victims take a long time to come forward if they ever come forward. Um, yeah. So any anything you can shed on that from from your perspective in the book is going to be. I think really interesting to read for me and, and many others. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks. I mean, if there's anything else we touch on that you're going to go into in your book, don't feel free. Like don't, don't feel like you have to answer us in full. Uh, no, no. Just, just, uh, tell, us you know, just thought... tell us to shut up because the book's coming out. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine, mate. No, it's fine. You know, it's just, maybe uh, give someone, you know, give people a little, uh, a little thing, a little, because I've had little trailer. with regards to, um, it's, well, I don't know, a little sampler maybe. Like, you, yeah. With regards to book one, I've had a lot of really, really good positive feedback on it. And um, dare I say, it, I've had massive support from a lot of London clubs. Um, good. Uh, I, not, not, really the, not really the one where I spent the most time and where, and where mm. I come in, you know, where, yeah. where, you know the, the infamy derived from. I mean, yeah. in, in the end, the late Norrin, I was there for 10 years. But the most yeah, support I've yeah. been from like Chelsea, Millwall, yeah. West Ham. Uh, yeah, sad that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. shame, but it's the way it panned out. Yeah, well, we'll we'll support the book as well. So let us know when it's um when it's dropping, and yeah, we'll we'll grab a couple of copies and we'll and help well, help spread the word. Available. Christmas is coming. Book one's still available. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Never yeah, miss an opportunity. Yeah, we'll have a look. Yeah, we'll have a look. Well, you've got to, you? yeah, I've just finished re 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 reading um, Alan Hansen's one. He, he, oh, yeah? He, uh, yeah, he gave me a copy as a gift because we're doing this podcast together. Um, yeah. me, me, him and Don Shanks, you know what I mean? So that, that was yeah. interesting reading, you know what I mean? So, um, we, you know, we're Definitely. trying to be a little bit clever with, with words. He's just the working man's ballet. Um, and then there's my one, <laughs> a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. I'm being a bit sarcastic. <laughs> um, and, and at the same time, uh, it's a little, I'm doffing my cap, it's a little nod to my profession for the last yeah. 18 years, you know? Because yeah, I yeah, think yeah, anything, it, it, it's, you know, it shouldn't be the case, but I just think like it's crossed over and, and um, without going too deep, trying to, you know, because obviously we, we, we want to talk, it's best to talk about light-hearted things, but I just yeah. think like football and politics, they shouldn't, they shouldn't mix and they no, shouldn't, no. they shouldn't uh, cross over. And I think that's, 
uh, proven to be the case that it has. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. Um, sure. Yeah, so I've, I've just given a little nod to that. Yeah. Um, and, and like a little sarcastic Mickey take on it. Yeah, I like um, it. The, you, um, you're dismissed as the blue collar oik, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have got some some listeners who listen from from abroad. I think we've got about thirteen different countries people listen to us. Um, so just to explain to them, Sits is a taxi driver in London. In order to become a taxi driver, you have to do something called the knowledge, which is what he's used in the title of his book. There. So happy days, mate. It's all, yeah. it's all good. Good. Yeah, all good. So um, I, I'm just going to ask you a question, Sitz. Uh, you were you were Arsenal youth for ten months before switching um, from North London to West London, and obviously coming to Chelsea. What was it made you uh, switch from Arsenal to Chelsea youth? Uh, the atmosphere, the coaching, uh, the camaraderie, the feel-good factor around the club. I mean, I could have got I could have gone back to Arsenal. What happened was I was at Arsenal. I, I got this thing called I, I didn't realise what it was. Um, until much later on and then um, I had to study it in detail when I was uh, an FA coach educator because um, you have to do modules on physiology and anatomy also diet and nutrition stretching um, growth spurts etc quite a lot to it yeah because oh, yeah. you, you had you had, a, you had a, a, an issue a condition as a result of growth spurts didn't you yeah it's, uh, it's called Osgood Schlatter oh yeah yeah Oh, we can't hear you again, mate. You've gone a bit quiet. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's, it, it, it's all to do with growth spurts in, in young men and young women. Yeah. Um, it, it affects young men more, particularly when you take part in sport. And, yeah, um, yeah so I could, the Arsenal would have... I said nine clubs. It was actually ten because I forgot. I was forgot offered, Arsenal. Yeah, I was offered an inducement to go to uh, Leighton Orient. I, did, I didn't even include it. Oh, Orient uh, at the time. But, yeah, and answer your question, I went to Chelsea because what you used to do then, you used to go around and... Uh, the different clubs and and maybe you take part in a few evening coaching sessions, um, and and get a feel for it. Um, and then like turned up at Chelsea and I, I thought it was fantastic. The coaches were like uh, um, Dario Grady and Ken Shaletta were mainly the youth coaches um, and junior coaches, like in terms of schoolboys. And um, yeah, I just thought the camaraderie really, by and large. Yeah, it wasn't just really. Felt, I did felt right. Yeah, yeah, it felt right. It was just yeah, there weren't many you, things. Definitely. It was a couple I didn't really have a lot of time for. But by and large, the groups as a whole, they were they were good good people, good lads. Love that. So 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 thinking of that, like the the atmosphere, the vibe, and just the general feeling you got from it. Um, you had to wait until February '79 to make your debut for Chelsea. Um, yeah. Danny Blanche Flowers manager. And yeah. it was against Coventry in a 3-1 loss. Um, yeah. You played alongside Ray Wilkins, Peter Bonetti, Peter Osgood um, that day. How did it feel to play at the bridge? You know, when you've been waiting that long for, for a first team debut. Uh, uh, well, at first, at first, it was amazing. I, I'd come through the ranks. I mean, just to explain, yeah. it, I was uh, uh, at the choice of all these clubs. I was getting offered inducements and uh, come the thing we, we look after you and... Uh, the biggest one was Crystal Palace. Malcolm Allison offered me, uh, um, he spoke to me dad at a Middlesex game, offered me a few thousand pounds in a brown envelope. Um, and they were, they were basically oh. buying up all the best, all the best kids. I was going to say, back then, that's a decent, yeah, where'd you know? It? It chunk, could have bought an house with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a chunk of money. Um, yeah, I think the top one was, was Kenny, Kenny Sanson. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, they, they all, they, they, the idea behind it, and it was quite a good idea. Uh, so there's nothing new with regards to what Wenger done, nothing new with regards to what Ferguson done. 
all they've done mm. is copy what Big Mel done in the early 70s at the Crystal Palace. And he said, I've got a good uh, young coach coming up behind me, up and coming coach called Terry Venables. <laughs> and, uh, it's true. It's a true story. And he, and he said, like, I'd love to have your boy. I've heard so many good things about him. I'm watching him play. I can help him with this. I can help him with that. He's trying to brainwash me. Eddie Heath, the Chelsea chief scout, actually walked away because of the conversation. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it, that was one of a few clubs that offered me inducements. And then, uh, so I'd been a schoolboy from the age of 14. And then mm. at 16, I signed Apprentice. Mm. Uh, so when I was 15, 15, just, just over 15, you had to wait until normally you was a second-year apprentice to play in what they used to call the South East Counties League Division 1 with a, with a right. full youth side. Well, I'd yeah. already... We had, we had a South East Counties League Division 2 side as well. I virtually leapfrogged that, went straight into Div 1. By the time mm. I was 17 and a half, they was already talking, yeah, we're going to offer you a professional contract. By the time I was 18, I was captain of the reserves. Um, and then they offered me a four-year deal. And then um, 19... You're quite right. I came on at half-time, 3-1 at home. We were 3-1 down. They took Ronnie Harris off. He got a chasing from um, there to uh, Ferguson and Wallace, two, uh, I think one was a Scottish international centre-forward. You know, mm. Ferguson and Wallace up front. And the, the, the game was really, we were chasing the game. It was virtually over. I mean, I'm, I'm just quite pleased to say, proud to say that... Um, it stayed three one. We didn't concede any more goals. It did, yeah, yes. it did. You came yeah. on so, short. So I, no, line, come on, yeah, I've done all right. Uh, initially, what I will say is, initially, because um, I've given you a long-winded answer, it felt amazing. Uh, mm. The adrenaline rush is like something you 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 wouldn't believe. I bet. I bet. Um, but then I had a couple Not of I had a couple of bad games, and then um, it's part of a bit of sweet memory, which I, again I'm going to address it in in book two yeah. with regards to. Chelsea supporters absolutely, they, they fucking hammered me. And I mean, yeah. hammered me. And yeah. so, listen, what, if, I, if you know then what you know now, fundamentally what it comes down to, you think to yourself, well, there are a few exceptions. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. Um, but they're normally like you're talking about world-class forwards. But I felt the sea yeah. is, I think they, 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 they took out their angst and their, their ire on, on what was going on at yeah. the club. And, and I was an easy target as a kid. I was just yeah. a kid. But I'm not quite sure what they expected a 19-year-old centre-back to do with regards to turning yeah. things around because we were, we were basically already... You can't change. You, can't, you, 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 can, you can shore up a defence, but you can't change a, like, a game. If no. you're not scoring goals and we're not doing anything going well, forward creatively, then listen, we don't listen, win. Listen, football, football is uh, not an exact science and science is not monolithic, right? What I will say is this, though, and it's a common theme that runs through my career in terms of teams that I played in. There were absolutely no goals at Chelsea Football Club. No, no. goals. There was no goals in the team. We stole mm. Steve Finiston between him and Ray Wilkins. They got us promoted. Yeah. Ray virtually carried the team on his shoulders. He did, yeah. Under, yeah. under Eddie Mack, who was one of the yeah. most innovative, greatest coaches I've ever seen work. Really? And I've seen some That's top people work. And yeah. uh, he was the full package. He was the full pack. He was like, he was a fruit loop. He was uh, charismatic. He was funny. He was charming. Yeah. He could coach like you wouldn't believe. And he would protect his players um, with, with his life. You know what I mean? And, and when, he, when he sat us down, when I first joined as an apprentice, summer of 1976, we sat on the grass on the first day of pre-season training. It's the greatest address I've ever seen outside of Winston Churchill. 
Um, really? When, when, yeah, yeah, he was fucking yeah. unbelievable. The guy Some was, people do say that about you at Orient, though. <laughs> well, no, this 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 was um, this was like something that I don't know what mentioned it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine, mate. Now I'll see. I'll see the thing. I'll see. I'll, I'll see what you did there. Um, yeah, the, what it is the uh, <laughs> this this thing was like um, uh, before a ball was kicked, he created a siege mentality. And, 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 uh, okay, and, so like early, early days Jose uh, Mourinho like kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is Eddie Mack in 76. Oh, and he yeah. played... Well, um, Eddie Mack's a legend. 4 I'll never forget it. He played uh, okay. Ray Wilkins. He played Ray Wilkins off of right. Steve Finiston. Whereas everyone else was just like bog, bog standard formation. <laughs> Number 10 to get between the lines then, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he, he was unbelievable that. at it. Ray Wilkins was unbelievable at it. Yeah, yeah. Greatest thing. But, you know... Uh, going back to that that commentary, great game and all that. I had a few really really good games, but then um, I started to lose my weight because I was yeah. getting in trouble off the field. Um, I had a bit of an attitude problem. I had uh, I was outspoken. I was uh, surly. Um, I was probably socially awkward uh, from my childhood. Uh, all the stuff that you know now as a, as a, as an adult, a mature adult, and all the stuff that you've experienced. You know what I mean? I could see. Yeah. I would just love to. Have, um, sat down and spoken to the 18, 19, 20-year-old John Sitton. You know what I mean? Because by the, I'd had all this early success. By the time I was 20, I was out of the club. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah so hindsight thing again, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. But it was a roller coaster thing, yeah. It was a roller coaster. Really, it really was. So going off the last questions, it's... Um... Was it was it any harder for you because of the the big names and the fan favourites that are already in the team when you you know come back into the come into the first team? Yeah, I think it was very much the case, yeah. Because what happened was that you had the, um, I mean, it's, it was all part of the package, really, really, with regards to joining the club. You you had the sort of the, they were just aging all at the same time. Uh, the, the great side of the late sixties, early seventies, they were phasing out. They'd left the club. Um, in actual fact, when I broke through, Ozzy came back uh, for the second time. Peter Osgood, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you had the uh, the group under Eddie McCready, who I think I think he put, listen for, from a football point of view, I I know what I'm looking at. I think he performed nothing mm. short of a minor miracle. Um, yeah. When you when you look at it, and the, the football that year was magnificent. You know what I mean? So it was tough to break in and and maybe. Um, Earn the respect of, of those types of players, and and I, I like to think um, early on I did. Um, mm. I knew I was serious about about me game. Um, no one no one got any joy out of me in training, or like I say, for the majority <laughs> of the matches that I played, and, and yeah. that sort of earned you a bit of respect with regards to your fellow pros. Um, what I will say is. Uh, by and large, if you, like the crowd, they, they don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and they, you know they, their minds already made up. Yeah. What, you know what, yeah. what, what I don't. I mean, I can. I, I, I actually ripped the chapter out, the second book. I went through each and every individual. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't really want to be any. I don't really want to be disparaging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, fair enough. It's easy because like when you. When you, if you keep, if your kids getting sort of drilled on, you know what your perceived shortcomings are. I don't think you fuck me. What dig me out? What about this, yeah. this, and this, and this? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and right from goalkeeper all the way through to the, the, the subs bench. I mean, the squad. Um, every, every single player I went through, and I think, well, <laughs> how, how did he get away with it? How did he get away? With yeah. It? 
look what he was lacking, well, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But you just, you know what, out of professional courtesy, um, break the cycle. Yeah. Fair play yeah, to no, you. fair enough. I think it's a, a, a wise wise decision. I mean, I'd love to read it regardless, but, but I can understand your reasoning behind ripping that page out or those pages out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, you came into the, into the team young and like Jordan just said, you know, there were some sort of big names, fan favourites in, in the squad. Aussie coming back. Um, you know, we, 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 only this week um, we saw Timo Andrin make his step up from sort of youth team to the first team. He had his Champions League debut for Chelsea this week. Um, and players from the academy are making that step up at the moment. Mason Mount, um, you know, Tammy Abraham as well, Rhys James, Timo Andrin, um, Billy Gilmore. And now we've got um, quite Who's a few. my favourite? He's my favourite. I mean, Billy's top drawer, isn't he? Billy Gilmore. I'll tell you, we had, a, we, had a, we had a player, uh, and this was the thing at the time, um, he runs like Billy, plays like Billy. He's about, he was about the same stamp, um, and he was told he was too small, too light. Too small. Yeah. No he way. Too small, too yeah. light, not tough enough, uh, not a good yeah. enough athlete. That was Jimmy Clare in my age group. It phenomenal. Yeah, it's football. mad, isn't it? I remember when, I'm, I'm 36, I remember when I was younger, and, you know, having trials and semi-pro and I remember countless boys being told they were too small yeah. Um, yeah. and it just doesn't seem to happen these days you know but that's uh, the difference in the game isn't it well it's, yeah, it's well, what, what's good what, what's good in terms of the club it, what's good is it, like it, there's always been that track record for bringing young players through and giving mm, them a yeah. chance in the first team I mean I'll be yeah. honest with you yeah um, when, I, when I look see this is what I said earlier you know I, I wish I could have Spoken to myself. I wish I could yeah. have said myself. Yeah. You understand what I mean? David Hay, uh, record signing from Celtic, uh, yeah. 1974, the, the summer I signed schoolboy. Um, he got he, to celebrate, he took his wife and children to Cyprus. Uh, well, I, I know from my wife being Greek Cypriot, like the, that's when the Turks invaded. That, that the fly Davy home, and, and he Jeez. was like shitting a brick because he was doing pre season. No and he, he's, they left his missus and his kids out in Cyprus and oh uh, they, they had to be evacuated because the Turk, Turks invaded Cyprus that summer. Jesus. But the point being, there was him, there was Ronnie Harris, there was, uh, so David O, Ronnie Harris, um, Ray Wilkins, they, they tried to get round me, rally round me, they tried to, yeah. they tried to help me, they tried to coach That's me. That's good, good to hear. I like that, I like that. Yeah, I got ironed out a couple of times at Bolton. Uh, we, 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 took, we took the lead 1-0. We lost 2-1 away to Bolton. Um, Frank Worthington knocked me out. After, I had a little nibble at him from behind. Um, that, was one of, that was one of my better games. I had, I had a few, few decent games. It was just the fact that it was a shame they all went tits up. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, it's nice that the... Um, Peter, Reed, Peter Reed went over the top on me. And I remember we was lining up for uh, a, a corner at the near post. I was marking the, the front three was... Uh, Watmore, Gallin and Worthington. And then uh, Aussies come on the sub and mm. I've just heard crack. And I've, I've, Alan Gallin is claret everywhere. And uh, Jesus. He's, he's gone, what's that about us? And he went, well, someone's got to look after the kids. Because I, I, went, I went in, uh, Peter Reid went over the top on me. Frank Worthington knocked me out after I'd a nibble at him from behind. He just come in like everything, uh, 13 stone, whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to look for highlights through, of this game. Yeah, <laughs> through his elbow right into my temple. I was out, mm. out just like black. Mm, nasty. The smelling, yeah, it was. Could have broke my jaw, fractured skull, any of it. I just normally had a strapped up with the old cold, cold sponge and smelling salts and went, went back for more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Lovely. Love I mean, do you, do you think, obviously the game's quite different this day and age, do you think for the academy players making a step up to the first team now, like how would they be feeling? Do you think it'd be completely different to when you were, like you already mentioned, like having to do your chores, like having to clean up and having to, you know, sort the kit out after training, scrub the boots and, you know, they're, they're not doing as much as that these days, are they? If, if, no, if they've got rid of So do you think it's a completely different completely different experience for the lads stepping up to the first team now because you've got like you know Thiago Silva in that squad and okay we haven't got as many established stars now but there's still big names in there do you think they're going to be a little bit in awe or do you think the older ones will be helping them well from what I've seen because earlier on in the season I just said that um, there'd been a couple of like we'd had a couple of uh, little wobbles and mm. we've done the podcast with uh, Shanksy and, and Lord Hudson as I call yeah. it yeah, um, yeah, and I just said, listen, what I'm going to say, if Frank and his staff sort out both ends, because it's quite good going forward, but I just said it looks a little bit rickety at the back, right? So whatever team, yeah. in, and, and including uh, Chelsea, Frank and his staff, if they get both ends right, if they can sort out that back line, they'd be in business, right? Well, so yeah, it transpired, yeah. and I think what he's yeah. done, Silver, he's brought in a calming influence, and yeah, um, definitely, it, it's sure. like a sure. massive. Like he, look, he looks like he's got a massive confidence about him. I mean, he, I remember his first game when uh, he got dispossessed, and you could see yeah, yeah, West Brom getting like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's so he's so learned from that, and he ain't, he, you can't swan around in the Premier League. Hasn't, hasn't made a, he made a mistake since. Kids, no, and he's no. had, and we've had that goalkeeper as well. But just one question: just going, I know Jordan's got the next one lined up, but just going slightly off piste. Um, talking to the youngsters, and being you're a defender, and you've been in that position, for Kyle Tomori isn't getting a look in at Chelsea at the moment. What would be your words of encouragement to him or what would be your advice to him at the moment? Because um, he slipped way down the pecking order, centre-back, young. You know. yeah, when he burst on the scene, I thought it was amazing. We all did, I think. Yeah, well, I, still think I, I still rate him. I still really rate him. Well, I'll do. I, what I'll do, he's got to get a line of communication with the manager and the, and the staff. Um, ask them, basically, what they think he might be short of what he might be lacking and then work at it and stay there. Mm. Um, yeah, it, for sure. It, it, listen, you, it, you know, like, you've, advice, you know, like, I mean, you tickled me about the, about the rant, right? Listen, what mm. I'm going to say to you, there, mm-hmm. every, there's, a, there's a fear factor that runs right the way through football, right? You've mm. got to try and get a rise out of people. And yeah, yeah, was, yeah. You know, I was appealing to their ego as men. Yeah. I was appealing to their professional pride. I was appealing to their integrity and I was trying to stir the pot and get a reaction, right? I, I agree. By the, by the same token, right, you look at your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, your Man United, Man City, with their setup, Arsenal, uh, Spurs to a degree. The only way from there is down, right? So yeah. where tomorrow is concerned, you, you don't leave. What you do, you stay in situ and you try and earn a shirt. You try and earn Solid advice, that. Sam. I think, I think yeah, he's, love that. He's got the full, full package, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, yeah. That's love that. Nice one. Yeah. So um, obviously we've mentioned some well-known names at Chelsea uh, at the time you were there. Um, yeah. Jeff Hurst then came in as a manager. That proved a turning point for you. What what yes. happened? What happened? Um, I think I, my off-field habits didn't help me. Um, I thought I'd arrived, and yeah. uh, I thought that. Uh, Basically, I was coming to the end of the journey in terms of being a, a first-team footballer um, at, at Chelsea Football Club. When, in, in retrospect, it was the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Um, I'd had a couple of couple of bad uh, games, 
Uh, one I, I remember in particular was uh, Wolves at home. I got spun by John Richards, who was England centre forward. So what you got to bear in mind, I was a, I was a scraggy, like, 19-year-old, 12 stone, two dripping wet. Um, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I, made, I made Phil Thompson look like the Incredible Hulk. Um, <laughs> I've got, uh, but every every single forward. When I look back, every single forward I played against was an international centre forward. So like, yeah. Stapleton McDonald at Arsenal, uh, mm. uh, Sunderland Stapleton at Arsenal again. Uh, so we had a we got hammered five two where we got shredded. The midfield got shredded. We couldn't yeah. score on a stag night in Bangkok. Um, <laughs> We got hammered. We got hammered there five two. We took them back to the bridge. We drew one one. Had the better of the game. Had the best chances. Um, that was that was one of my more outstanding games. But even at Ivory, I thought I did all right. Um, and it's, it was one of them. The culture is fucking well. It's not my fault. You know what I mean? That was the no. culture then. Yeah, and I remember yeah, yeah. Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins siding with me against Mickey Droy about getting the team up the field, trying to squeeze up because. Um, yeah. Mickey's, Mickey's one of my bugbears. I mean, he built like a brick shithouse. It, it looked like fucking Desperate Dan, but sometimes he played like Desperately Seeking Susan. Do you know what I mean? And it's for training. It's for training. Forget about it. You know what I mean? He's, he was happy like, on, the, on the treatment bench and he was more, he was more uh, worried about his car front in Clapham. Uh, and yet he was, a, he was an icon amongst the fans. You know what I mean? He was, more, he was never happier than when he had a mug of tea and a, and a fucking Rothmans on the go. Um, nice. I, I was, I was, and I remember we got a corner. Well, I think we was like two 0 down. I said, "Come on, let's get up for the corner." And he went, "Now, nah, fuck it, you go." You know what I mean? They say I can't be bothered. Well, this is what was going on at the club at the time. Really? And then, and then, like you're looking for. So, in answer to your question, like there was all this background. There was all the stuff I was getting shit off of my wife's family because uh, they never had interracial mm. marriages. So mm. people talk about fucking racism in football. Like, I promise you this: racism is always has been and always will be a two-way street right because yeah. as an englishman i was the xenon right which is great for foreigner mm. right um mm. and and it was a mission for me to get with my missus um mm. so i had all the shit going on off the den i was getting in trouble in terms of like i've gotten a few dust-ups um at mill at mill was that at Millwall. No, no, that, oh, that was both at Chelsea. I ended up oh, in court. By the time her sold me, the, the court date, the court date come up. Um, by that time, I was at, I was at Mill. Well, let me put this to you: when you're looking for leadership, when you're looking for communication, when you're looking for uh, foundations to be laid, I was used to Eddie Mack, um, uh, one of the greatest coaches I've ever seen. I was used to Dario Gradi. I was used to Ken Shilato. I was used yeah. to Danny Branchflower talking me up, and then yeah. Jeff Hurst comes in. And it was like him and Bobby Gould. It was a sweeping generalisation. The club is a disgrace and you're not fit enough. So this, is what, I'm tell, right, this is what I'm going to tell you. So listen to this, right? Because this is very, very important. Right? This is very important. Right? When you, when you coach manager team, right? So the managers, according to Lord Hudson, brings it all together, right? Now, I've got, a, I've got an ongoing disagreement with Alan about, uh, I think a football club can do without a manager, but they can't do without a coach. Because you need someone to put uh, a plan in place. And this is one of my disappointments with Chelsea at home to West Ham last year. I thought they were lacking. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, were, they, were lacking we were they were lacking variety. So they, we lost one yeah. at the bridge. It was, yeah, um, it was I, I, I went as a guest it? on my 60th birthday, right? 
But anyway, oh, nice. <laughs> let, 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 me ju- let me just lay the thing for you, right? The bottom line is this. You need a defensive strategy that the team yeah. buys into. You, like, so yeah. we're talking Mourinho now. Like, the, 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 yeah. You understand? He says, I remember a two, cut two things I remember Lampard. He said, he made sure that I overheard it. He said, oh, Frank Lampard is the best midfield player in the world. He said it made him feel 10 feet tall, right? So bet, you're spreading yeah. that five, that confidence. Then he says in the lecture room or on the flip chart, listen to me. And if you listen to me, we will win the league, right? Yeah. So what you're saying, he's putting in place, right, defensive strategy, set pieces, corners, free kicks, throw-ins, uh, individual drills for finishing, mm. individual drills for combination play in and around the box, in the, uh, drilling the back four, back five, back six, back eight, whatever system you want to play. Mm. So checking the back four and the screening midfield player. Yeah. You he famously, he also, right, so he also had a game plan for if we had a man sent off, didn't he? If we well, went down exactly. to many, he well, certain, always so had a should. game plan for that. So you should. I was doing it 25 mm. years ago, but that's another story. So that's why people think I was a bright coach. So what you do, you pull someone, you pull someone off the training field, right. you say, right, we've had a man sent off, how are we going to deal with it? Right? And, then, and if they can't, you show them. Right? Because... It's like where, when, why, how, right? Where you do it, when yeah, you yeah. do it, why you do it, and how you do it. That's coaching, mm. right? Mm. So Jeff Hurst and Bobby Gould, sweeping generalizations, said what they said, and this is this is what happened. I promise you, right? May God strike me dead. Um, I slump over the wheel with my taxi tomorrow if I'm lying. It was a fucking joke, right? He, even he piped up, Nicky Droy, right? All they did, right, for nine months, in the, in the nine months that I knew him was completely run the knackers off of every member of playing staff in the football club. It was either, listen to this, so now you have an elongated three-stage warm-up. Back then, it was jog around the track and do a few stretches. Then this is what we're going to do. We're going to do horseshoes. We're going to do two 800s. We're going to do two 400s. Then we're going to do four horseshoes, which is three groups. I'm already knackered just thinking about it. So it's it's half lap. So A runs to B, B runs to C, and then C runs to A. So it's like a perpetual uh, round robin, right? We did six of them. Then we did uh, six box to box. Then we did four sets of doggies. Then it'd be a nine aside, and in you go. No strategy, no defensive strategy. And this this wasn't just pre-season conditioning. This was training. The whole nine months training, and if it wasn't that, guess guess what the guess what the variation was? A <laughs> seven on. mile run over a seven mile run over oh. Richmond Park interspersed Mate. with doggies and shuttles. Right? So everyone's looking round. So me being me, I piped up. Right? I said, yeah, well, fair play. Yeah. Fucking ball out. When are we getting a? When are we going to get a ball out? When are we going to do uh, yeah. patterns of play? When are we going to? So, so what you do? You have like you lay the foundations, and you have a couple of basic patterns to play to to get your movement going, mm. get up the football field. And then when you get on the edge of the attacking third or you get, you get just over the halfway line, then you're looking for like individual felt and, and, and it's something that I've encouraged through the years. Um, yeah. Uh, what, I call, what I call liberty of thought. So that's, that's where you, your imagination, your ingenuity, your combination play comes in. But that was the regime under Jeff Hurst. And then uh, me, me being me, I piped up. So, yeah. that, you know, that was the beginning of the end. Then I got sent off... Sent off at home to Arsenal. Um, yeah, I'd already had a run in with Arsenal. Um, Paul, guy called Paul Brandon. Uh, he was kicking my teammates all over the place, particularly Mickey Fillory. I got fifty-fifty with him, and um, unfortunately, he came off second best. It's not something you're meant <laughs> to do. Um, yeah, well, he ended his career. And then what happened was we we played Arsenal in the football combination, and this is what I'm telling you, right? 
and let it be broadcast worldwide. This is what I put in my book. This is the hypocrisy in football. I was brought up an Arsenal supporter by my dad. I stood, yeah, on, the, yeah, I read that. I stood on the North Bank every home game, right? Yeah. Peter Story, when Peter Story played, the way he tackled, it, it, if it was on the street, it would have been GBH. It'd have been Nick. Oh, Bruce. look, there were so many players like that. Exactly. Yeah, so, so many. many. It, it, so was many. Kind, Ash, it was that kind of era. So anyway, yeah. we took the lead. Arsenal, like a lot of you know, high-achieving football clubs, they had yeah. their warriors in the ranks. You knew that they would fight to the death. 92, 93, 95, yeah. 97 minutes. And they yeah. would not give an inch. And if they got a chance to iron you out, they'd iron you out. Trust yeah. me. Believe me. Well, what happened was we took the lead in the football combination against Arsenal. We ended up, yeah. we won 1-0. Right? We was winning 1-0. There was a few tackles flying in from the Arsenal. We was taking the piss. A few nutmegs yeah. here. Little passing movements <laughs> here. And then what happened nice. was someone had, someone had a pop at Paul Davis and Jim Harvey, uh, Kevin Ells and Jimmy Clare in midfield, and they were mm. taking them in. Anyway, and Arsenal, I got in between, it was handbags at, at, at Dong. I got in between a couple of players, and then an Arsenal player spat at me. So, ah, what was, disgusting. So what oh, was, I started the second half, I cut someone in, I cut him in half, and I got, I got straight red card. <laughs> no, so then, and it would have taken happened. a lot to get a straight red back then, right? Yeah, well, and, and what happened was, Brian Eastick had me in the office, and then I was in the office again. And then Erston Gould, uh, they started on me. We've had a we've had a thing from Terry Neal. I gave them the, the full-length diatribe that I've just given you. Um, mm. and, and they both stood there with their mouths open, do you know what I mean? Because I said, at the end of the day, I was right. And I said to Goldie, mm. yeah, you scored a few goals. I said, but you're, you play how many fucking hundred games you play just by leaving your footing on the centre-half or the right-back playing it up the touchline, do you know what I mean? So yeah, don't lecture yeah. me on being over-physical. And that's, yeah. that's, that was that. Oh, you've gone quiet again, mate. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah that's we it. can hear you. No, I was just yeah. saying that, that was the gist of our relationship. Yeah. I've read somewhere as well. I don't know if I've misread something, but did he, I'm sure I saw the words like, he asked me to lie for him or he asked me to lie. Were you talking about no, what happened was, as well? Listen, it, it, listen it, was a, it was actually, it was a club tradition every Friday yeah. from the minute I walked in the door. And it was uh, nothing like the King's Road set with uh, right, okay, yeah. Chris Garland, Hudson, Osgood, that little yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like that. There was a ritual after training. So you train Monday, Tuesday, you'd have Wednesday off, you train Thursday at the training ground. Right? So, so Monday, it's a Tuesday, Tuesday club. Well, no, what it was, Monday, Tuesday, Monday <laughs> there might have been a midweek game, right? Friday, oh, right. Right, listen, Friday, Friday was, we had to report to the main ground. It was always short and sharp. The ritual was everybody would get a shower, get stripped, get changed, and we'd all go en masse. You come out of the ground, you turn left. It's now called the Chelsea Pensioner. There's a pub yeah, on the Yeah, 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 we know it, yeah. We, listen, it used to be called the Black Bull when we was there, right? And then what we used to do, it was no more sinister. Obviously, it wouldn't be on the, it wouldn't be on the menu now, but we'd have, like, cottage pie, chips and beans, and a black currant lemonade, and then for a bit of, like, banter and a bit of camaraderie, a game of darts and a game of... Well, one nice. Friday, Bobby Gould, he poked his head around the door. He's gone, boom, 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 boom. What are you lot doing here? You're a disgrace. There would have teams right. have been picked here. You should be at home with your feet up. You shouldn't be in here if someone falls ill. Anyway, it was me, Lee Frost, Clive Walker, uh, Mickey Fillery, Jimmy Clare, Gary Chivers and Mickey Nutton, right? So he said, manager's office, three o'clock. So I said, oh, so it's all right for you to go over the, down the road and think, uh, get, have a pizza and glasses of wine, but we can't yeah. have pot 
I went, oh, I'll see you three o'clock. Are you done? Like, we want to finish the game of Paul. Right? So basically, I fucked him off. I had a bit of an attitude, right? Mm, um, yeah. Anyway, they called it and he said, uh, they both laid into me. You're a disgrace. You're an integral part of the drinking culture at this club. You're not fit enough. Did it? I said, well, I'm not. And they said, well, you did a Brian Eastick said this. Da, da, da. I said, well, I'm not. I said, what? Because I've got an opinion. I said, you make me laugh. This is another mm. bit in the book, right? Okay. In the second book. Listen, I've got to give you the preamble to this boat yeah, right? They Go want on. you to be a leader. They want you to be yeah. a talker. They want you to boss people. They want you to be a warrior, right? And then they want you to come off the football field and be fucking brain dead and not have a personality. <laughs> no, you know what it's I mean? not about and that, keep mate. Keep your mouth shut, right? Well, you can't have your cake and eat it. So, anyway, he said to me, well, if you're Erst, this is Erst, if you're not an integral part of the drinking culture in this club, he said that I want to eradicate, then you will tell me who is. So I said, because oh. I'm not your problem. I said, I said to him, I'm not your problem. I said, two halves of lager and I'm out, Jesus, I'm out of the game. Yeah, I said, I've yeah. got no, I promise you, I'm on my free kid's life. I've got no capacity for drink at all. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'm not really, I don't, I don't really like alcohol. I don't even like the taste of it. My favourite drink, I think, is probably now coffee or milk. Right? I like a glass <laughs> of milk. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. he says, if you're not, then you'll tell me who is. So I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I yeah, said, asking you to grasp. I said, you like... fucking, this is what this is what you've heard. I said to him, right? You fucking play. I'm born in the East End in Acne. I said, you and you play for West Ham. I said, and you're asking me to be a grass. I said to yeah. him, fucking. This is what I said. Fucking no chance. Fucking no chance. You can stick your world cup with a medal up your ass. I said, you do your own work. I said, or you get your spy stick to do it. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, he said. Uh, they both stood there like bright red. Um, I, I, and, and the previous week, I'd had a lot of praise from Bobby Gold. He said, Sits, you look fantastic. Even Eastick in training, he said, Sits, you look mean, moody and magnificent. Bobby Gold in all the running, he said, like, you're running so well. He said, thing, I was, well, you know, I put it down to my um, uh, lack of social braces. I just said, yeah, Bob, I've, I've had an MOT. What do you want me to say? I said, like, you know, I've, I've changed my lifestyle a little bit. I'm going home yeah. resting up. This, and then this happened on the Friday. Jeff Hurst said to me, in that case, if you won't tell me who, who's uh, causing all the problems and doing all the drinking, um, he said, as from Monday, you stay at the ground, you train on your own until I can get you out of the football club. Jesus, by the, by, by the, Jesus, following, by the following Friday, I, I was at Millwall. You was at Millwall? Bloody hell. Away, that quick. Yeah, That's yeah. interesting. Interesting to hear that story, though. Yeah, he, oh. he, he wanted me. He wanted me to go to Wimbledon. Dario Grady made um, he made uh, inquiries about me. Wanted me. He was working under Ron Nodes at Wimbledon. He knew me right, from a yeah. kid, Dario. Right? Dario's no mm. mug. He knows a player. Right? Yeah. So he knew he knew me as a kid. He wanted me. And so I said, "Yep, yeah, we agreed." Basic. I said, "Well, what about signing on for? I'm saving up to get married." And he went, <laughs> "Well, he said, find what you do. Find a place." He said, "Ron, the chairman, Ron Nodes. He said he'll help you." And give you, I said, well, I want it written in my contract. And he, and he turned bollocky. So I said, Millwall have offered me X, Y, and Z. I said to him, um, so, you know, if I got, what if something happens to you? I said, if I ain't got it in writing, I ain't got a leg to stand on. So I said, no, mm. I'm signing for Millwall. And he got yeah. the umpire. Yeah. yeah, he got the umpire. But I was just, I thought, enough. enough's enough. And, yeah. Um, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, coupled with his, like, questionable training, no ball work and stuff, you probably just, you'd had it at that point anyway. You know, it was probably good. It probably was the right thing for you at the time. I'm guessing to yeah, move on. Yeah, I mean, with listen, all that I, around I, you. I had a couple of, I had a couple of iffy games, uh, but I've, mm. like I said in my first book, 
Um, when I look at like Plymouth in the League Cup, we got beat. Um, every I said every Chelsea player that night was a fucking disgrace. And and mm, and, and that's yeah. and, and that's I'm telling you I'm telling you bluntly. I'm telling yeah. you as a player, as a pro, as a teammate. You know what I mean? There, there was mm. no one. There was no one covered in glory there. And then yeah. you're playing alongside people. Um, listen, I, I said I don't really want to say anything too disparaging, but I played yeah. with one individual, youth team, reserves, and first team. Um, he had a few hundred games for Chelsea. Never demanded the ball off. Of oh, really? Really? What position was he? And, th and this, this is what I mean. Like Jimmy Clare, who plays like Billy, like he played like Billy Gilmore. He, yeah. He'd want the ball in any situation. Want the ball all the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, and, and he's one of, he's one of my favourites. Like looking, at yeah, him, he's fantastic footballer. So I mean, you you only you played thirteen games for Chelsea in the end. It was only thirteen, but you were there a while. Uh, for, yeah, I think um, subject was it fourteen? Yeah, okay. Um, so so not my question for you. Not, not, not enough. enough. They're not painting your picture up on the what on the shed wall anytime soon. No, that's sadly right. Sadly for that's us. Right. <laughs> that's right. No, that's right. But, that's right. But, but if the truth be told. Listen, if, yeah. actually, if the truth be told, right, the, the, 20, the 21, 22, 26, 28 year old John Sitton was nothing, yeah. is nothing, was nothing like the 18, 19 year old John Sitton. You understand what yeah, I mean? I bet. I had to grow up, I had to change my attitude, I had to uh, knuckle down, and yeah. um, I could probably count on one hand in the hundreds of games that I had afterwards, again yeah. against internationals. Yeah. Um, like, where where I got a, I got a chasing. I was totally dominant. Yeah, yeah. Totally well, like you said, I think you said earlier on in this podcast, you said um, at the time you felt like it, the, you know your Chelsea career had come to an end when, in fact, your football career was probably just starting, um, which is probably a good way to sum it up, I guess. Yeah. Listen, the average wage. With, with that hindsight, the average wage. Listen, what I'm going to say to you. Right. Yeah. The average, the average wage was about forty quid. I was going down the King's Road. Gaff called Antiquarius. I was buying uh, the big thing for me was pegs with two, two inch turn ups and brogues, right? And I'd Lovely. go down there and I'd get like a nice Prince of Wales check uh, pair of trousers and I'd say to the guy, um, Can I have them turned up? And he said, Yeah, he'd say, Yes, sir, no problem. I said, How much will that be? He said, That'd be six pounds, sir. I said, uh, uh, And when can I have them? He said, uh, Well, we can do them for you tomorrow. And so this was the Monday. He said, We're doing them for you tomorrow and you can collect them Wednesday. And I used yeah. to say things like, I'll be in that pub over the road. Here's 20 quid. I want them done now. So I'm giving someone, I'm giving someone the equivalent of half a week's wages to turn my trousers up while I'm yeah. playing fucking Jack the Biscuit across the road in the Trafalgar. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably, it's, you know, and I, I guess the, the modern day, you've got like young footballers on silly money as well. It probably still, still goes on, doesn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll it's come, we'll come on to that a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, only not 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 so many games at Chelsea over a few years though from the youth up until um, playing in the first team of your time at the club. I have yeah. to ask what your what's your fondest memory first and foremost, and then off the back of it, have you got any? I mean, you've given us quite a lot of anecdotes already, which we're grateful for. But have you got any funny stories? Any particular sort of player pranks, stitching each other up, or anything like that you could share with us? Um. In terms, I've got to say, uh, uh, the highlights for me. Yeah. I just think like growing up there, and then when I look back, I was really blessed. I felt really lucky. I felt really nice. I felt I love that. Love like that. A, you know, I was just like, um, 
I worked, don't, don't get me wrong, I worked hard for it, but then to come into contact with, I mean, I remember, it's, it sounds silly, right, but I remember, a, 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 I mean, forget the first 10 games, I mean, they're just like, they're, especially like my own, my, my debut, that just went by in yeah, a flat. I, and I, yeah. I know it's 40, 45 minutes, but it just it felt like seconds yeah. um, because of the adrenaline rush. That was unbelievable. And then um, uh, we played away to Bolton, we took the one one nil lead. We got beat two one. I got not. That's the one where you got smashed out. Yeah, smashed about. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then Peter Reedy went over the top on me because he shit a brick. He seen me coming towards him, and he, it, uh, it, truth be told, it's a coward's tackle, right? Yeah. But then uh, we were at home to Liverpool, so Liverpool were like reigning European champions. They'd yeah. won the league. Uh, yeah. They'd won. Uh, I think it might have been two consecutive European Cups. Yeah, they did. Uh, 78, 79, yeah. I'll put in my book, if they'd, have won, if they'd have entered the fucking Grand Prix, the Derby and the Grand National, they'd have probably won them as well. But like, <laughs> if, 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 if it, it was, it was uh, I was expected to get a chasing because uh, yeah, Kenny, yeah. The, great, the great Kenny Dalgleish. Kenny Dalgleish, yeah. Yeah, and um, I kept him quiet. It was nil-nil. Nice. That's a, that's a proud moment then. Yeah, he's proud of yeah, like, uh, David, David Johnson got, uh, he was an England international. Kenny was a Scottish yeah. international. I remember Ronnie Harris kicking David Johnson right up in the air, right by the Liverpool dugout. They went doesn't mad. surprise me. Yeah, yeah that doesn't card. surprise me. He, he was magnificent. But then, like, it's like little things, Ash. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. what you've got to understand, uh, speaking to you as well, Jordan, you, you, it's like you're playing with, like, great people who, who experience success with trophies. So yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. Get, when I was getting compliments from like uh, promotion winning captain in, in Ray Wilkins, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like when he, when he died, I was quoted on Talk Sport, you know. I've, I've yeah, I see to, you've done a bit of stuff for them. You know, yeah. I've, I've come to terms with who I am, but if I could have been anyone else, I, I would have picked Ray Wilkins. Um, He's a legend. He's Absolute a legend. legend. I, met him at, I met him at the Chelsea Hotel. So down yeah. to earth. Mm. Absolutely yeah, amazing. That, yeah, and so so helpful to all. So little things like him trying to help me. David A in the bath at White Hart Lane. We were having a soak after reserve game. He said, "Well, they obviously think they think very highly of you." Mickey Joy said the same. That's why they've, nice. offered, you a four, they've offered you a four-year deal. Um, and then David A said, "That's why they've made you captain of reserves." And they started to tell me how to conduct myself. And then nice. I, we Love played that. at Ivory, and I had a game. Yeah. I was playing right back, so I was pinging. I could ping a ball. I was pinging the ball in. Osgood, right? He could trap it. You could put it seven foot in the air. He'd fucking pull it. He'd it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was just unbelievable. Anyway, right foot, left foot, thigh, chest, you name it. And he, as we come off at half time, he put his arm around me and uh, and he went, great service. It's, he said, just keep him coming like that. Mate, what a moment. What a moment. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's just like little things, you know what I mean? And then, and then I had a night out with him. I had a night out with him once. Nice. He, he just... <laughs> It was just like lovely, you know what I mean. And, and then I about it. And I'm I'm uh, I'm a Nats I'm a Nats pub away from getting choked up. Do you know what I mean when I think? Back. Yeah, no. I mean he's a Chelsea legend, isn't he? Yeah, you know, one of our great, one of our greatest. Yeah. Any I funny stories I'm, about I'm, any of them? I'm biased, but I think I think he's the greatest. Actually, I know they've voted. Well, Zola there's a statue of him and no one else, mate. There's a statue of him and no one else. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of success. Oh, we got yeah. Um, there's a lot of success in that, but so um, we have, we have got a couple more questions to wing through. We are running out of time though, um, so uh, well, Jordan, did you want to ask that question quickly and then yeah, we've got um, a couple of minutes. So, so you look at YouTube comments and you're often described as an old school and proper footballer. 
So I wanted to ask what you think of the professional game today compared to your time as a player and coach? Um, well, I'm, I might have been quoted it before, Jordan, to be honest with you. What I will say, it's the, I'll say, or I always say the same thing in the respect, it's the same game. Right, so yeah. looking at it, okay, they've got stretching programs, they've got core strengthening, they've got strengthening programs, they've got better R&R, they've got an army of masseurs, they've got better uh, diet and nutrition, they've got better refueling. Um, but for me, without a shadow, and they, they're built like cruiserweights and, they, you know, they're as quick as Usain Bolt and they, they, they're good over every distance. Um, but this is where the Germans have always had to jump on us. It's the same game. Yeah. Um, and I can leave people to work it out for themselves. What I will say is, um, what the Germans have been very good at, where, where we're, we haven't been so good at international level, tying in with a question, uh, but going slightly off at a tangent, what they're very good at is continuously doing the right thing until, mm, something, sure, until sure. something gives. So with that in mind, what I will say is, I think it's the same game, but it's probably just played um, a, bit, a bit quicker. And uh, but but then when you look at it, the balls are lighter and the pitches are better. They're like bowling greens. Yeah, the pitches, carpets, and yeah. you know, boots are nothing. Finger, Ash, they're not allowed, the you're not allowed contact week. anymore. No, that's right. No contact. You can't. I watched the thing right the other week. Um, big the big match uh, re re revisited. Yeah, 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 re yeah. I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like a turnip field. It was. At, yeah, I bet, yeah. Who played for Stoke? They beat Manchester City four 0 uh, yeah. Hudson made one and scored one, and it like, looked like a turnip field. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's different. It's di it's These days, it's like a bed on that pitch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'd say, like, in a nutshell, I'd say it's the same game, um, but maybe, maybe executed a bit, quick, a, bit, a bit more quickly. One final question, um, if you don't mind, mate. Um, just on Chelsea, current situation at Chelsea... We're an entirely different beast this, this season. Well, at the moment, Lampard's the gaffer. We've got yep. a mix of youth and expensive talent, not just old talent, but expensive sort of young talent as well. Um, yep. Playing some exciting football. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on the modern day Chelsea as a club and the current team with the youngsters that we've already touched on some of them already, but um, yep. what, what are your thoughts? Uh, for me, it's the perfect mix um, with regards to um, laying money out on decent players interspersing them which I've always believed which is what I wanted when I was a manager at Leighton Orient I've always been a great believer in having um, a core element from within the football club mm -hmm. because they've got that um, I've experienced it what you've got to understand is I've experienced it they've got course, that yeah. emotional connection with the club with their upbringing mm -hmm. with their development with the fans I think it's, like I say, I think it's the perfect mix. I mm. think uh, with regards to the club itself, uh, the way it's been run, second to none. Um, I've, even though I said, like I said, I've got bittersweet memories. It's, Close, like your first, yeah. it's like your first love. It's like your first love. And yeah. you never forget it. And it's, yeah, it's no. always in your heart. Yeah, the heart And I've defended... Well, you get all this, actually, you get all this shit like Chavsky and all this. I've, 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 listen, I've yeah, fucking yeah, done that. Like, yeah. Listen, what I'm going to say. There'd there be, there be clubs, there'd be club supporters, they would give their right arm and they should, they should beg uh, to have uh, oh, a chairman Roman. like Roman Abramovich. Yeah, right? I completely exactly. agree, mate. Exactly. Is. We, right? I think he's the best listen, all the ones that have, a, that have a pop, right, and, and that slag us off, 
and sl- they slagged Chelsea off, they slagged the, 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 the firm at the bridge off, right? Yeah. And the, the woman he's got running it with regards to uh, loans and getting Marina, players but making sure that the, the, you know the, the fees are covered, and then yep. it's uh, self-sufficient, and then like the development of the training ground. Trust yep. me, there's clubs around the country they give their right arm to have him, right? Yeah. And, and, I, and agree. I think it's I agree. outrageous. It's part of the hypocrisy of football. It's outrageous that people have had a pop at him um, from other clubs and, and maybe a little bit in the press when the, the, the clubs that they support they would they would be they would love to have him as chairman. Um, yeah. With regards to the uh, Frank and that, what I've been impressed with, because we're we're going to talk about uh, a little bit tomorrow, actually. Uh, Chelsea, okay, yeah, on your... yeah, we're like with uh, Lord Hudson and Don Shanks here. I'm doing I'm doing our podcast there, the Football Uncensored podcast, uh, just Football to give us a little plug yeah, on your we'll podcast. Yeah, go for it. But, yeah, no, but like, we're you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about the thing. Uh, you know, he must have listened to me at the end of the day because <laughs> <laughs> what I said was. Um, I thought last year they were very uh, predictable and unimaginative because you've got to have... Mm-hmm. Uh, once West Ham were disciplined enough to nullify a quite blatant pattern of play, a very basic pattern of play, mm-hmm. um, yeah. where, where, they, where they evolved into 3-4-3, three, three, I thought um, it needed something... Uh, what they call a... It's a cliche now, and I, don't, I hate using it, but what they call a plan B. Um, and yeah. I thought, Fair I honestly enough, yeah. think he's addressed that. They, uh, we, the, the little mistakes at the back needed to be cut out. He's addressed that. And I just think like there's a massive feel-good factor around the gaff. Um, mm. I think Frank knows his stuff. Jody Morris knows his stuff. I think the um, with regards to the way Frank handle, handles himself, um, obviously, uh, he, he remind, I'll tell you he reminds me of. I'll, I'll be straight with you. Go on. I'll tell, I'll tell you he reminds me of. The way he handles himself, he reminds me of Ray Wilkins. Like, yeah, like, okay. I'm not talking because I've got a long memory. I've got a very good memory. And yeah, when, yeah, people yeah. Coat me, when people coat me off, when people coat me off about the documentary and about the goings on at Lake Norrit, trust yeah. me, I can, uh, I've made a list as long as you're on in the book about the misdemeanors within football. Um, yeah. And if I wanted to be spiteful, I could include uh, some of what they got up to as kids. I'm sure, Frank, yeah. Frank and Jody, you understand what I mean? Yeah, well, they, they made a, we all know, grow Frank up. and Jody and JT, they made a very public yeah. mistake, didn't they, in an airport? Um, you know, and well, thankfully for them, that's, that's sort yeah. of forgotten. Yeah, yeah, it weren't, it weren't just that. You had the goings-on at the Wellington Club um, with Jody and, and JT, and then you had the goings-on in Ionapa with Frank, um, which, you know, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. That's, that's my point. Right, so they've been yeah. fortunate enough. They've had their mistakes forgiven. And um, yeah. I think it's panned out very nicely. It reminds me what I was going to say very much of Ray Wilkins. I think he, yeah. he conducts himself impeccably. Uh, he's yeah. very good with the media. And he's like almost as if he's one step ahead. You know, mm. he, he's expecting the question. I think the way... What I, listen, that's what I'm going to say. This is what I, what I liked. He had... Uh, I could I could relate to it a little bit, although I don't think we're born anywhere near each other. What I liked, I liked his defiance, his, tr- his truculence. When he got asked questions, um, and, and even when we mentioned it on the podcast, uh, I was having half a pop, you know what I mean? He said, mm. well, you know, we've got, we've got five, six players that um, they're, they're still getting into the groove. We're still inducting them. We're still, uh, you know, they're still getting to learn the ropes, how we, how we do things, how we run it here. Um, mm. uh, uh, you know, getting used to the other lads. And he had that yeah. truckiness and that defiance about him that, that a winner's got. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm made up with it, with it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think every, every Chelsea fan's pretty happy. Yeah. Right yeah. now. 
yeah. <laughs> and we're only at the start of a journey. You know, this is still very, very early in the in the. I don't want to say process, but in in you know, in, from what we can achieve, this is very much the start of it. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame they didn't really turn up FA Cup final. But listen, what a first no, season! No, Do you know what I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had a thing with a, with a couple of pals in the cab trade who are Arsenal, and they go, "Well, you used to stand." I said, "Yeah, but I've got no control as you know a six to twelve year old." Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, of course, six, yeah. Six, six, you follow your old man's team, whatever, don't you? Yeah, you do, what you're, he said, do what right, you're told you, to. Yeah, what's match of the day? Can we go football that year on one condition? Yeah. Only go to the Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. Town, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. I'm talking to Arsenal supporters, and then they said, "Well, you know, we won the FA Cup and all that." I said, "Well, at the end of the day, it's his first season. He's yeah. got to the cup final and got the, got a Champions League place." And and yeah. really and truly, truth be told, right, Ash and, and, and Golden as well, if you're listening yeah. in. Yeah, I'm listening. They qualified at a canter, mate. They qualified. They yeah. qualified. They qualified. They was pulling up at the line. You know what I mean? The jockey yeah. had a double handful as as he <laughs> as he ran over the line. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, I mean, I, we, I think most Arsenal fans will probably look at us in the league at the moment and look at them and swap places of us, drop of a hat. You know, yeah, they're down in like fifteenth really. no man's land, aren't they? Yeah, well, they, and they all have a moan about uh, Roman and about the regime. Well, they're, they're, then on the flip side, they're all moaning about Cronky, Cronky not not spending yeah. in rivers. Yeah, exactly. What they should have had, they uh, the better chairman for them would have been Usmanov. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a different debate. Yeah, yep. Lovely. I mean, there's so much, so much insight from me there. So many anecdotes, and I know we've already said it um, offline, but I could happily talk to you all day about this, mate. Since you're a, a real pleasure to have on this podcast. Um, I'm sure Jordan will back me up there. Definitely, um, for sure. And I'm, I've, I, for one, am very keen to read uh, both of the books. Um, the first one we can get now. Second one yes. we can, uh, we can wait. You'll let us know, won't you? So we can, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll tweet about it and get it out there as well and help you in any way we can. Um, but we just wanted to finish with a quick fire round. Um, I'm sure you've done one or two of these before, so don't think, just answer. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. It's been said. It's been said. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go then. Player or coach? Player. Messi or Ronaldo? Listen, there's no, there's, no, there's no feeling like it. I promise. Yeah. Absolutely. When it's what you... Um, I know it's a quick fire, but I've just got to say... No, no, you crack on, mate. You crack on. Fine, mate. When, it's what, when it's what you wanted as a kid, when it's what... We, we all start in the same place in the park with yeah. our mates. When it's what you wanted from a kid and you actually yeah. get there, um, I promise you, there's no... I bet, I bet. It's all we ever wanted. Um, I, you know, if I was having a kickabout in the park today, I'd still pretend I'm someone, you know, one of, one of the famous players. I still would. You know, we all want it. But then, but then, if you can't, if, like he said to me, boy, he stick because our relationship in the end it matured, and he was um, first team coach and assistant manager at Leighton Orient, uh, yeah. 89 yeah. when I captained the promotion winning side. He actually yeah. confessed he came into the club and said to Frank Clark, "Does he give you any trouble?" <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he had your head. He, he wanted your head on the stick straight away, did he? Yeah, straight away. But we got a lot of some fire in the end. Do you know what I mean? And he always said yeah, to good. me. At the end of the day, if you can't play, the next best thing is coaching. But and that was your your assistant with him. No, he, he, I was uh, I was skipper. I was skipper. I was skipper right. of that promotion winning side. Yeah, but nah, there's nothing. There's no feeling. There's nothing like that. Yeah, cool. Well, I've got a, I've got one quickly. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Chicken or beef? 
Oh, I love a steak. Chris <laughs> got to be beat, mate. I love, I love, I yeah. love a steak. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love a Sexton yeah. Blake on the, on. The, I love a big Sexton Blake, the big thick one. Yeah, lovely. Love it. TV or radio? Uh, TV. West Ham or Spurs? <laughs> I was delivering. I was thinking about going Chelsea or Millwall. But I figured out of loyalty, listen, out of loyalty to the majority of my friends, I say West Ham. And not only yeah. that, listen, what I'm going to yeah. say to you, right? Under Ken Shalato, Ken Shalato was manager. I was playing in the football combination. I was captain of the reserves at 18. Played away at Upton Park. John Lyle uh, yeah. said that he he wanted to take me on loan to help me develop mm. the game. They oh, never really? had no centre-backs. Alvin Martin needed a kick up the arse. Would I go? <laughs> so Ken came down and asked me, and I said, I'm a Chelsea player, Ken. And he went away. Oh, good lads. That's exactly what I could have gone, gone, gone to West Ham on Yeah, same as Tamori, I think, isn't it? And he yeah. said, I'm a Chelsea yeah, yeah, player yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, well, I, I dug me in, yeah. Nice, good man. John Terry or Frank Lampard? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Oh, it's meant to be quick firing. I'm going to make me <laughs> We deliberately made a couple of them a bit difficult. You have made it very difficult. Is that um, one? You've got, you got, you know, John Terry, centre-back, he's like you. Frank Lampard. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't need to explain what Frank Lampard's done. No, you don't. You there's, no, there's no wrong answer here, Sips. There's no, there's wrong, no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer, so I'll say, I'll say Frank, because we're giving the support at the moment for the yeah. job he's doing as well we are. Nice, good man. Same he's a he's, 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 he's a club record scorer, and, he, and he's, he's ringing the bell as, as the manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, mate. Exactly, yeah. mate. Yeah, Love fair it. answer. I think a lot of people would agree with you there. Seventies yeah. kits or nineties kits? Seventies, seventies. That listen, what I want to say to you, right? Ash, I've got to tell you this, right? Um, where it ended up, I don't know. But I, I actually, uh, I, I took the shirt home. I shouldn't have done. But what happened was, yeah, <laughs> the, the Chelsea side of the, of the the great Chelsea side, late sixties, early seventies, right? Yeah. They uh, they had all these modern shirts where they, they, yeah. they, they were like Airtex, what they called Airtex. So it was cotton, but with little holes in. Yeah. And um, that great kit, the great kit of um, uh, it was blue, blue. I've seen one. I've seen Hudson in one. It was blue, blue, white, or blue, blue, yellow. And then they had yeah. yellow, blue, yellow. Those yeah. great kits, uh, the old yeah. Chelsea kits for the. With the stars, with a lion and the stars, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. so seventies, yeah, seventies. I'd agree there. Battersea or Bermondsey? Battersea or Bermondsey? Yep. Um, sorry, mate, Bermondsey. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, pickled enough. egg, pickled egg or pickled onion? Uh, I'll have a pick. I'll have a pickled onion with a cheese sandwich. Lovely, nice. <laughs> Deep heat or magic sponge? Uh, magic sponge. The only, yeah, the, only time, the, the only time, the only time, the only time you come across deep eat is when the lads used to put it in one another's pants. Yeah, we <laughs> all used to do that. We yeah, used to do that, that all the time, yeah. all the yeah. time. I'm only young, but we used to do that and all. And that magic sponge, though, that that fix anything. When it broke leg, magic sponge. Yeah, magic sponge. Well, it, woke, <laughs> it woke me up at Bolton. That's for sure. <laughs> that was probably a smelling salts, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, the salts and the sponge after, <laughs> after getting sparked out by Worthington. Yeah, mind you, he didn't do he didn't do to me what he done to Osman and Butcher. Do you know what I mean? Which I'd rather was... take the knockout. I'd rather take the knockout and mark him out of the game than have it done to me what he done to Butcher. And yeah. Osman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Every day of the week. Yeah. Right. Final question. Go on, mate. C celery. Celery. <laughs> Celery? I wasn't sure. Yeah. Celery or what? Um, 
No, just celery. We lob it around um, whenever we win trophies uh, up on um, uh, around Parsons Green and that. When the, when the players round, we've hit a few players with with celery before. Um, yeah. It's one some people will understand, some people won't. But I just had to ask. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, I'll tell you what. It sounds like sounds like I should have a night out with you. And there's a <laughs> song as well. And there's a song, mate. There is a celery song. I, I, I won't sing it on here now, but. Um, I'll, you can, I'll you text it to you. <laughs> te- te- or teach me if we meet in person. We will. Do. We'll, have a, we'll have a beer, mate. We'll have a beer. Yeah, we do this Q and A, yeah. But I'll tell you, in terms <laughs> of celery, in terms of celery, I've played alongside. I've played in a few teams where the celery's been a, like they've been played like fucking two week old celery. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we, 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 we call them. We call them a cheese string at the moment. Some of them yeah. playing in yeah. the Premier League at the moment. Yeah, yeah. wet bit of celery, yeah. cheese string, but lovely. No, nice one. one. That's it, mate. That's it. Sits. Oh, it mate. has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Sits. Hand really on heart. Mate. Hand on heart, mate. I've loved every second of speaking to you. I'm really, really grateful that you could come on. Um, and uh, I hope we get to, to speak to you again in the near future, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, no, my, my pleasure. It's been an honor. Good luck with everything in yeah, the future. Good, me- good, mem- good memories. Listen. Thank it's you, like any, any anything. Five five years out of six. If you do five, get five out of six. You're not doing too bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that last, yes. that last few months under under uh, soppy nuts. I yes. thought I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I forgot to tell you that one. In the preseason, guess who he bought in? Fucking oh. Seb Coat. <laughs> Seb Coat. <laughs> well, Seb Coat was an athlete at the time, yeah. Yeah, he worked with fucking... He's now, he's now he works that. behind the scenes, doesn't he? But then, then he yeah, would have been... He, not, then, not then, he, he was no, there was no Lord, Lord Cohen, none of that turnout. He yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. What was, the, what was it, Moscow? Was it Moscow? He just, yeah, he was a gold medalist, wasn't he, Seb Cohen? No, anyway, he was coming up to the... Was it 800 metres or something? Yeah, he bought him. He bought him in uh, to to run to run alongside. Him. <laughs> Jesus, imagine yeah, yeah. this is the level you want to be at. This is the level you got to keep yeah. up with Sebastian Coe. Yeah. He's Bloody telling me, hell. he's telling me, this is the fucking level you want to be at. This is da, da, da. And I said, I'll tell you what. I said, get someone to take a corner, right? Let's see how he fucking gets on with me coming crashing in on him. Bury it and bury him in the top corner. Jesus. Yeah. I, I would yeah. like to be the one to ask uh, Ron Harris to run a one-minute mile. So I can't yeah. imagine Seb Coe was well-received by any of you. <laughs> I could tell you what, what Ronnie said, but he always said it under his breath. Yeah. Go on. What did he say? Well, when they used to pipe up, it was... Um, him or Goldie, he'd be standing yeah. in amongst the fan running and just go, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I fucking mate. love it. Love I it. love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. A bit oh, naughty, I could talk to you all night. Yeah, they no, do. It's fine, <laughs> mate. Don't worry. He'd be looking at me. You might, have, you might have to edit that one out. You might. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do something. We'll just warn people. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, apologise as well. All right. Well, we can keep we can keep this bit in afterwards. Well, so it's it's sorry, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> she says it more times than anyone else, mate. Yeah. Oh, well, that works all right. A woman after me, own art. A woman after me, own art. <laughs> Love it. Cool. All right, chat. lovely. All right. Well, you take mate, care. I don't take up any much more of your time. You got um, you got a taxi taxi to drive tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down at the uh, Millennium Gloucester with Lord Hudson and Don Don Shanks. Lovely. Of course you are. Yes, I hope the podcast goes all right. We'll have a listen to it. 
We'll have we a listen to it. Alan, a Alan Hudson would be a character. I'd love to talk to Alan yeah, Hudson as well. Definitely. Have a word. See if he fancies coming on one day for us. We have route. We have fucking routes. Full scale routes. Me and Huddy. We have routes. <laughs> and he says something. I go. In fact, it's your age. You're fucking contradicting yourself. I was going to say, how old is he now? He's he's, he's, he's getting on the bit. Sixty-eight, sixty-nine. He's yeah. a bit older than you. Yeah. He's a white, afterwards, though, he's good as gold. He fucking loves it. He loves it because yeah. he he's he could see I made it. I made the like, sort of the right stuff. You know what I mean? He's yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, 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 and he, he'll he'll force an issue and I won't have it. So we have, we get at it. And then uh, afterwards, we end up have, having a laugh and a joke, and, and, and a, he'll have a Guinness, I'll have a coffee, and it's all Love it. He does, yeah. That's but when, when, about, yeah, when it all returns to normal, maybe um, we could do some sort of collaboration. We'll come up, we'll buy you a coffee, and we'll buy Alan Hudson a pint of Guinness and whatever, and we'll have a little chat. Yeah, be a pleasure, mate. Be a pleasure. Happy Lovely. Days. No Love worries. It. Lovely. Take care, John. Nice one. 